feel good? So good. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. And this guy's bringing a plate out on the stage and crap into the plate. You know, I work for Nestle, so I have to mention that. It's a clear connection, furniture and comedy. It so works. Fun. So funny. Uh, hi, I'm Casey Kasem, and I want to eat your brains. <laughs> Tell me, you're not free willing. It's raring to go. You're live on the air. Um, uh, I really want some of that party party mix over there. And that's a problem. I don't like to be around people who, uh, you know, can't, you know, can't even touch their nose with their, uh, you know, with their thumb. Thank you for answering the phone. Um, uh, um, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, I do the do. And then do the dentist. It's a little game I like to play. <laughs> You're listening to Your Only Option on the Internet. And I'm your host, Ben. I'm here in the studio. It's just a very exciting time here. It's very, I'm just, I don't, I don't want to put you, but it's very exciting to have you here. Uh, I have a very special guest. Uh, please welcome to this room. Ms. Sarah Schaefer, how are you? Hi, I'm good. She's a she's a very funny comedian. She's performing this evening at the Mill Room, and uh, I'm very excited to have you here on my Great. silly, silly podcast. Um, I'm a comedian. Correct. I think I said that right. She's, she's what is up with intros in this town? Uh, I'm not a great. Last night, no, we're not. Nobody's night. good at this any is still intros. Great though. No, this is still I'm flattered that people th- that you think that people would know who I am. Well, they, if they're listening, you to this literally podcast. just said, "Welcome, Sarah Schaefer." Correct. And say who I was. Yes. Why am I? Why am I special? Why are you special? Because <laughs> why? Why? Plus in your balls. Fair enough. What is the need? Fair of this enough. Intro? No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't properly introduce you. And, and Let's for do this that, over. Let's run that over. That, Let's do it we're going to start it over. Do it again, we're going to start Let's over. Do this over, Ben. Please, we should start over. It's only because the same thing happened last night. It did happen last night, and that was unfortunate. It was the most amazing intro that Sarah's like. You're going to get hell? an amazing intro tonight on the show. I'll just promise yeah. you. Like, y'all know the girl you paid like, for. She's I would, I, we should just up the ante and like, like literally the the person before me just says, "Please welcome to the stage," and then nothing. And I, yeah. I just you just walk out, and I have to tell people that it's right. I'm Sarah Schaefer. Uh, Certainly. <laughs> yeah. You do your own intro. <laughs> you might know uh, Sarah. You've seen me on... Uh, <laughs> you might know Sarah from uh, Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Might know you from uh, your stand-up, mm-hmm. which you do quite often all over the place, and you'll yeah. be doing this evening mm-hmm. um, here at the Mill Room. You might know you from uh, your web program, uh, uh uh, it's called. Uh, Sound it out. I got it. Sound got it, it out. <laughs> Day job. Yes. Day job. Good. Which good. I think is very funny. I was watching. Thank you. Uh, I was watching episodes of it today, and it. Thank you so much. And it hit a little close to home. I have to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, that's one of the things. Um, I've made lots of random things in my life, and mm-hmm. that, that's one where I got I've got um, an overwhelming like emotional response from people. Right. Like more like. I'm burping. That's sorry. okay. <laughs> it's 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 all um, good here. Oh god, it's like a stinky. Burp. Oh so no! Sorry. Well, that's okay. It's not the worst. It's not they, like sauerkraut, <laughs> but it's like you know, like Did, Asian, Asian food. Oh, Asian food. Um, well, I've had worse than that. I mean, um, yeah, it's not that bad. But yeah. anyway, so um, 
yeah it got it got a really good response and people connect to it because mm-hmm. i think it's relatable it's about um my it's moments based on uh it's little episodes based on real moments from my experience having a very boring day job for the first five years mm-hmm. of me trying to pursue comedy in new york city right um and the push pull of that um life Yes, and uh, it is very relatable because I am one of those uh, people who has, you know, the the cog in the wheel type <laughs> position. <laughs> what do so you I do? Very much, I'm I, I work for the government. Let's mm. just what does let's that just mean? Me. No, I don't need to go into I it. I kill people. Are you don't in the ask CIA? I am yeah. not in the CIA. I will say that it it is a very uh, 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 low level position mm-hmm. in the government. I work for the local government. You're in parks and Rec. said the same thing about Edward Snowden. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You know, <laughs> that's what they said about Edward. They said he was low hey, level. You know what? Turns it, out one I, of the most important people of our generation. <laughs> very true. Seriously. Very, very true. It's a very important person. And mm. uh, But I, I will say, me personally, I have no connection to WikiLeaks whatsoever. That's, that's all. Okay. I want to say that. 100%. Okay. Are you right. Whitey Bulger of the government? <laughs> I am not the Whitey Bulger of the <laughs> government either. That's uh, what he said, too. Right. That's what he said. That's true. I, I don't think I introduced you at all, Peter. <laughs> nope. They know me. They well, know Do I need right. an intro? Yes. He's on famous. This show. He re- everyone recognizes <laughs> yes. Well, Peter, oh, Peter's, Peter's on this show pretty often. They know so me by now. He's, it's he's Andre 3000. That's my good voice. Dwayne told me I sound like ludicrous today. Like I was at work, and I get a text message. He was like, Ludicrous. <laughs> no, I think you. I told you this last time I was here. I think you sound like Andre Three Thousand. I'm working on a character for that. I don't know what to do with it. And <laughs> since like it's been like nine months since I've seen Sarah, and the whole time I'm like, all right, all right, all right. No, I can't. <laughs> that's it's good. Much, yeah, it's too much. I was like, it's too Matthew McConaughey. It does sound. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You gotta do the. Yeah. Listen to the, one of the more recent things he's done is Beyonce's song. Oh, um, which one was it? Um, um, party. Oh, party! Not the we like to party. party. What was the other one they did for? The, they did Amy's "Back to Black" for the Great Gatsby soundtrack. Oh record. wow, that <laughs> is wow. a very specific and reference. It was almost a riot over that. Is it? Oh, Amy's fans were like, "Don't touch it! Don't <laughs> touch it! Not even Beyonce can touch it." Uh, like wow. with Andre 3000, no, no one can touch it. <laughs> My goodness! Well. Uh, I didn't know that uh, her uh, her fans were so rabid. Oh yeah, I wasn't aware. Yeah. Ben, did I you mean, give yourself an intro? Did yeah. I give myself an intro? <laughs> I think I said my name. That's a good intro. He has his own podcast that you're listening to, <laughs> and, he, and he works for the government. You're currently <laughs> listening to it, Some and I work un- for the government. Undescribable position. It's not, it's not really. It's so it's so uninteresting that I just there's no point in sharing it because do, do people care. at your job know you do comedy? Some of them do. Do they treat Some. you any differently? Yes, they do. Yeah. Really? Once yes. you realize you... See, I made the mistake <laughs> at my day job of letting everybody know the day I got there that the reason I was in New York is because I wanted to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and God damn it, did I regret that for the next five years. Yeah, it is It is <laughs> tough. Like, a, you know, at first I was really trying to keep it on the down low, but, but people, you know, would see me out every once in a while and then I would have to explain it and then they would tell people and it just became a whole yeah. thing. And see, I leave work. Fun. Like, once they figure out I do comedy, I'm like the Hulk outside <laughs> you of work. Get a new job? outside. Like, nope, can't do it here. Cannot do it here. You're done. I'm out of here, you guys. Play the sad music. And so I rip <laughs> my shirt and just stand on the highway mm-hmm. with my thumb out. Well, I, I guess if that works for you, I kind of need the job. So. Well, you're Whitey <laughs> Bulger. You got criminals to kill to become the head honcho. I have some... I have, 
Well, it's more like I just have retirement funds <laughs> that I'm trying to hold on to. These That's shoes all. today, sorry. I Did keep, you really? I keep oh, looking nice. at them. <laughs> Where'd you get them at? Target. <laughs> those are, those goes, are pretty nice. She goes I, to the places that are comfortable for. I yeah. I uh, I'm gonna admit something. I forgot to pack underwear. Oh no. So I had to go and buy underwear today. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna fully admit these are underwear out of the package that I'm wearing. They're not washed. Washing them, which ah. is. It is That's kind of disturbing right? to me. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not going to buy... Here's my rule. If you're going to buy loose underwear, um, like, because they have them in... You know, like, for girls, oh. they have them loose. Like mm-hmm. You can buy, like, the lacy shit or cute stuff. Right. They have them loose, and you can just buy... There's no way I would ever buy, wear one of those pairs without washing. First right. Because you never, it's too easy yeah. for somebody to come into Target and jerk off into <laughs> one of those pairs. Or just rub or just sniff them or do anything. Yeah. yeah. Fabric, um, but honey. if it's in a package, I mean, yeah, right. maybe um, in China somebody sure. just in these. But you but can, by you the can time put that it gets out of your me, brain. By the time yeah. it gets to me, there's no bacteria alive. Right. That's what although, <laughs> although, one thing I've noticed. Jesus. <laughs> That's my. Me- that's how I justify. <laughs> well, I don't. Want, I don't want to mess that up for you, but I've noticed that in some of those packages, they've been putting like uh, sticky resealable things mm. on them, so you can like so pop them scu- open. I, I hate Ugh. touching those. It's Ugh. oh, they put them in bathing suits when you try on. Yeah, so that if you yeah. try on bathing suits, and it's like what that does not make me feel. No, good. no, it, this now whatsoever. needs to be laundered. Yeah, someone no, wore yeah. this. Please take it away. Yeah, Disgusting. I. Uh, I try to avoid those situations, but in this case, I could not go five days without a fresh pair. There's no way. <laughs> I don't understand how you could. I don't understand how you could. Well, so, I bought shoes while I was in there. Yeah. The shoes caught my eye. I they, went in they for were, underwear. They're very attractive. We came out with nice, shoes. Nice yeah. red. Are they, are they Keds or are they like... They a, look like Keds. Like they're Keds. like red knockoff Keds. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had I used to work at Payless. And the one thing they used to have was uh like fake knockoff shoes. Like we didn't have shacks. We had like Rod Stricklands. <laughs> right. We didn't have. It'd be like the most like Nick Van Exels. We didn't have. And the one one like one shoe we had was like these fake knockoff Converse's. And I would just buy them all the time because they were like red, black, and blue. And everybody's like nice Converse's. And then you look for the star. And there's no star there's on no the base. Airwalk. <laughs> Airwalk. Yes. Oh, those were no, but that's a that's a brand too. Airwalk. Oh, air, air, yeah, yeah. Apparently, but it's like how those do you walk are, on air? That was air? like a skate. Well, I don't know. That, that it, those were like skaters, yeah. skater shoes back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until you see Art Sturdivant wearing them, and oh, Art's yeah, like forty it's... plus and works at a furniture <laughs> store, and he I was like, he's more hipper than me. He has these. Well, yeah, I guess. He's well. He's a pretty hip guy for a uh, fifty-some year old, but uh, hey, he does. He's he's, a, he's a, also a local comedian who uh, does a lot of stand-up at this region. Anyway, moving on. Anywho, uh, so you are currently on tour. And yeah, you're performing. not an official tour. But not yeah, an official I've been on, tour. I'm on the road a lot. Yeah, so. yeah, and uh, uh, I often wonder about that because I've never actually been on tour. I I'm mm. kind of a local guy. Mm-hmm. No, there, there's some guys that are just local guys. I was the local guy. You were the local guy in New York. I never went on the road until went. I was had been doing it for like eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always had a job in New York that kept me there. So like, yeah. I had the day job for a while, but then I got jobs somehow linked to this business, like which you actually saw, which is amazing to me. I, oh yeah, my oh. first gig was. Um, I saw like Sarah's like. In high school, 
No, I was <laughs> not in high school. I was in high school. I was. In oh, high you were. School. In I was okay. in high school. All right. All right. Uh, I was. Um, I, I my first gig was um, was hosting a show for AOL when internet video was like just starting oh, wow. out. Like YouTube was just becoming like a, a big thing, and uh-huh. every company was trying to figure out like, "Ooh, how can we produce our own?" Con-? They're still trying to figure. <laughs> they it out. They are still trying to figure um, that. They're out. the first it's on the internet still out, can't but, figure but it out. Getting this there. was literally the wild west. Like, <laughs> so I hosted this show for AOL where I was going to uh, interview bands. I interviewed hundreds of bands. It lasted about a year. Amy Winehouse was one of them, which it is was, what yeah. it was cool. Mr. Peter over she there told, saw. Well, she told me that last night, and I was like, you only did it for a year? Because I was like, like we at Asheville High, we had a firewall, and one of the rare things you could go on to was like America Online, and you could watch the videos and the interviews, so I would just watch all these interviews, <laughs> and that's where I saw like Sarah <laughs> the first time, they're like, oh yeah, now she does comedy. I was like, what the hell happened to AOL? <laughs> they didn't figure this out? No, they canceled it. They didn't it. figure anything they out. Didn't know, this is, this is what they didn't know how to do. And, and no one knew how to do this at the uh-huh. time. Was You can't just make a website and expect people to come, come to it. Because right. this is before Twitter. And before, like, even Facebook was just yeah, my like, getting top rolling. Five like, was still an right. argument. Yeah, MySpace, yeah, was, still an argument. MySpace right. was full on thing. And, like, it would just... They didn't know how to get people to come. And this is still an issue for anybody starting a new mm-hmm. platform. And so they were trying to start a new website that people would come to. And this is back when website, like individual websites website were like super a, yeah. important. And like, yeah. you know, it was like, and over here you've got this and over here you've got this. <laughs> and like, it's so funny that it was, I mean, that was only seven or eight years ago right it wasn't long ago but, but it i remember feels that now too. so so old school to think yeah. that way because now web is like so different you feel and, like a flapper right. like yeah in prohibition well, days see, when the <laughs> internet wasn't working back in the, back in the day before we had <laughs> see and that was that that was for me that was my old job i was a web developer yeah in the days when you did everything by hand it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like scraping rocks together and that kind of yeah. stuff and it's it's a lot different now it's a lot easier to do this kind of stuff now yeah but um I forgot what the question was. Oh, but we were oh, talking about oh, so well. always I had that job, and then after that job, I had I had to go back to my day job for a little while, which mm-hmm. was really sad. Um, and then I, like for me, it was sad. Um, and then <laughs> um, I went, I got hired at Best Week Ever to be a oh, blogger that was such a for great them. Show. I, I, and this I was like one of that. the first blogs that was like attached to a one of the only blogs to be attached to a tv show that mm-hmm. had like its own thing going on like right clever it was like writing separate, and jokes and, yeah yeah and i was like amazed i got hired for it because i was a fan of it before i was right like, i always figure if i'm a fan of something i'll never be allowed to be a part of it what <laughs> what that's the rule yeah it's real what positive. year was that for best, that was in 2008 so that would have um, been like uh, was that after the show was canceled, or was no, it still it was the show? Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was Paul like, Tompkins, right? Was the, host? the Paul of Tompkins era was beginning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. While yeah. I was there, mm-hmm. um, I was there over the transition for that. Oh, okay. um, and then I, from that job, I got hired at Late Night with Jimmy Fallon to be to because I had this weird, unique experience mm-hmm. of running a, or I wasn't running it; I was just wrote for it. But I had a unique experience of working on a website that was attached to a tv show okay and, so like you had a very specific yeah. set so, of skills yeah that not many people had that at the time and yeah. so i had a really good advantage and i had done the aol thing uh-huh. so um 
I got hired at Late Night with Jimmy Fallon to be in charge of all of their online stuff. Which is like how it is now. It's like you most people don't watch it like live anymore. They just yeah. see clips right. of it yeah. online. Oh now. yeah. yeah. And I mean, even at the beginning of Fallon, I mean, it was like so different. I remember that Twitter had just started, and like one of my my wow. very first phone call. I hadn't even started the job yet. I just mm-hmm. called in for a call. Um, my very first phone call with NBC. Um, and the Fallon producers and stuff, one of the NBC digital guys was like, well, Twitter is dangerous. <laughs> what? <laughs> Twitter is dangerous. Because it was like, they didn't understand. There was, at the time, this thing called the Castle Walls. And they, um, there was this old way of thinking, and it's still mm-hmm. prevalent, you know, which is that the internet, um, your website is a castle, and you need to keep people in the castle. Because that's where they're going to be making imprints and getting those ad revenues. Oh, okay. Um, traffic, you know. So, but the castle walls came crumbling down right. because now, like, because people people were afraid of YouTube and Twitter at first because mm-hmm. it was like, you're taking traffic away from, from our, our website. Yeah. Right. But now they realize it's like cable, like like a literal cable that is like sending. Yeah, connecting Connecting you, you to, to people. Exactly. And so you have to be able to use it. So, I mean, within four months of, of being at that job, it was before the show had even started, you know, it became obvious that, like, you know... I mean, I remember, like, kind of chuckling and being like, Twitter is not dangerous. It's going to be extremely important to this show. <laughs> I was just, These I was streets just of New like, York are dangerous yeah, right now. Like, this yeah. website is perfectly you know, safe. me and the, the producer who hired me totally got it. Um, mm-hmm. The NBC digital people were really frustrating to work with because they were just stuck in an old system yeah. of like just they were their only thing was to put up content from shows, right. to put up videos and right. like have all these standalone websites. And, you know, the Fallon website drastically changed by over the two and a half years I was there. Mm-hmm. Our entire mission changed while I was there. Wow. Now they're really all about you know, gifts and Instagram and Tumblr yeah, right. and hashtags. And like, they're just, they're basically, and I'm not saying, I shouldn't say just because it sounds like I'm looking down on <laughs> right, it, but no, I'm not, they no. are, but they've, more they've simplest, come into the, more simply, they are a social media management team. Right. Right. And they do a lot of creative stuff with that. But when I was there, it was like, we were writing original content that was on the website, which mm-hmm. was an experiment that didn't quite work. I mean, it really became like, this is about Jimmy. And yeah. it's about uh-huh. his fans, right. and they don't want to. No one wants to hear my funny ideas. They're there for Jimmy. There, and I was bummed yeah. about that. That was. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. hard. If you were one of the bloggers, I was the boss, and I had like three employees under me, uh-huh. and we were like. I mean, to be brutally honest, like I'm just assuming no one at Fallon is going to listen to this, but <laughs> I think I mean, that's they fair. would say they would agree fair. with me. They would say the same sure. thing. Jimmy's but for listening. us, it was a huge. It was naturally the progression it needed to go in. Like we, we, you know. I think it's all been figured out and they are doing, they're doing an amazing job, mm-hmm. but there was a period there where there, it was transitioning and we had been hired to do something different than what it ended up, the job ended up being. Right. And so we all were very frustrated and left one by one sure. to go do other, other things, things yeah. that were more in a line when, when, you know, but what I learned there, I mean, is like fucking invaluable, man. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure it's really helpful for you in your career as a comedian, being able to market yourself and understanding how, how to oh, do yeah. that. Yeah. You know, that I mean, it's, um, caused my brain to work it in a different way. Like, and just to be more strategic about internet stuff in general. And, mm-hmm. and, um, 
you know, I understand how something goes viral. I may not know why it goes viral, but I understand the steps that take place. Like, because mm-hmm. I used to watch it happen. You know, I, yeah, you could. Best Week Ever is where I learned, like, there's a hot molten core of the internet, and like, there are places <laughs> you we used to go to find stuff. Where'd you used mm-hmm. to go? That was funny. Um, I mean, this was a different time, so right. like, um, there's this blog called like a live journal site called Oh No They Didn't. Oh, I it's do really popular, that one. I and it's do like I still that. go to it because yeah. it's like it's just people posting about celebrities and TV and entertainment. It's just like mm-hmm. a catch-all for everything, and it would be where you would find like whatever paparazzi pictures were out of somebody, mm-hmm. whatever news about anything, and it would just pop up there, and we would you know. So you just latch onto it. We and... would find source stuff there, right. and then put a pe- funny spin on it. And our right. our big policy was always link back to the source, like you uh-huh. know, yeah, give credit, credit where right, yeah. right. There are some very large companies that don't believe in that, uh, um, yeah. AKA BuzzFeed. Oh, oh, hey. oh yeah, oh yeah, that's good um, to know. They they do now, but then the beginning of well, BuzzFeed was, is has changed so much. But mm-hmm. anyway, I now can see like you know, oh, it starts there, and then once it get posts on that blog, then I know that, um, you know, it's like I know you can see I, you the can progression. Track, like you can tell like which bloggers are. Like, well, this blogger gets their stuff from this blog, blogger, and then the yeah. next one up gets their stuff. So I would like just <laughs> so watch it and be like, "It's going, it's going viral." It's it, there, there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> wow, uh, it's, it's almost like you can track it on a map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? it's like a greyhound. It's like the greyhounds that go around the track. You're like, "Come on, come on, Dixon, <laughs> come yeah. on, there it is." Yeah, it's like a domino effect. That's but anyway, cool. to answer your question, um, I'm I started going on the road after all all of that. I see. So it's yeah. it, it's more of a that's more of a, a progression from yeah. that to to doing stand-up yeah i mean i um it was hard at first because i didn't come up on the road like some people right even you i mean you don't understand like you know you might consider yourself the local guy but at least you're in a region where it's you know like i don't know i feel like you can learn like you in can this, go and you open can do for people in right different you can cities, cities and, and like, like get around and you're not just like confined to one place like doing it in new york you you don't feel like you're doing comedy because you're you can do it five times a night mm-hmm. like so it's like you feel like you're like on a tour almost because you go from here you go to brooklyn you can go to mm-hmm. manhattan you can go here like here like starting here was like i had to wait a week and like if I bombed, right. I had to sit with that sit, sit for, it oh, for like for a, a week. week. That's right. Cause and we, I uh, took it out on yeah. everybody at oh, work. Oh, man. yeah. And it's yeah. still kind of like that. I mean, we have, what, three mics now? We got a good three. We used to have like one every week, and then, right. then we were spoiled, and then like yeah. three of them closed down. So we're back to the, like, we always have a core three. Yeah. But it's like you learn, you appreciate it like here because you mm-hmm. don't get a chance to do it. Like right. I was like, if I was born in New York, I probably wouldn't done it because it's so many things to do in New York. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like you don't appreciate like here you're like oh I can't wait I have to wait a week oh and it just kills you to get back <laughs> on stage yeah I mean that you know I think uh, I started doing comedy in New York I tr- and so that was it was really hard it took me over a year to even get the courage to try it did um, you go out like before to watch it yeah I went to watch some shows sometimes I would go to a show and I would leave before. Like, I would just go up to the door and then walk away because I was too afraid to go inside oh, wow. just to be an audience member. member. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, because I thought they would know. Because everyone would, the, the advice you would get right away would be, you have to go out to shows and you have to meet comedians. Mm-hmm. And that, the meeting, 
a comedian part was to me was so terrifying. Really, that, that was I, the thing. Yeah, that I would just huh. not go in because I didn't want. Them so what to was it about? That what I was so wanted to be them? <laughs> <laughs> so um, what was so intimidating about comedians to you? Well, it, to me, it seemed like those are cool kids, and uh-huh. I mean, this has been the mental like setup uh-huh. for me my entire life. Of, okay, those are the cool kids. Um, they aren't going to like me. Right. And they're going to make fun of me and I'm going to get rejected. So it's better to just avoid trying. Mm. And I, mm. I've, I mean, and in a way that served me well when I got to New York because I refused to play the game a little bit, mm-hmm. which I should have, I should have played it a little more yeah. than I did. Yeah, when you yeah, um, realize that later. Now that, yeah, I mean, <laughs> things may have happened more quickly for me. Yeah. Um, but I refused like UCB is a big thing when you get to right. the Bright Citizens yep. Brigade Theater is a big thing. There's a lot of because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do when I got to New York in terms of what type of comedy. I was mm-hmm. just like, I want to do comedy, anything. I'll do improv, Point sketch, improv, yeah. you know, stand up. Like I want right. it all. Like I want to try it all. It. And yeah. so I gravitated towards UCB because I had done sketch in college. And so I was like, okay, that's a place that I, I understand what it is. There's a way, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a way to get in because Mm -hmm. you get, you get to take classes. There's a more formalized system there that isn't like, go introduce yourself to a random (laughs) stand-up comedian. Um, I mean, think about that. To me, introducing myself to someone that I look up to and I'm scared of. Yeah, that is very intimidating. You're absolutely (laughs) right about that. So I um, did UCB like one level, and I just immediately got this sense of like, so let me get this straight. I've got to come in here and shell over... Hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Thousands of dollars. And then... I get a chance to audition to be on one of your improv teams. And I had already heard stories of people who had been auditioning for like five years. And I just know, like I've been rejected enough to be like, well, that's going to be me. (laughs) Um, And I don't fucking have time for that. And so (laughs) I stopped doing that. I took Uh improv classes at other theaters um, because they were cheaper. Right. And a little more welcoming. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, UCB is an amazing place. And the people who are in that system will like defend it i've gotten into like, like arguments oh yeah League of stand-up yeah like, i mean yeah. they will be like it's a fucking family you know like they're so angry that you're like defend like, i, that feel, you're I a, feel like that it's a family yeah. if you are accepted into yeah, exactly. it you know it's like if you're not accepted into it you have to understand that it is a it gang can be on the opposite <laughs> right, side that exactly. is a gang they will jump can, me right. they, yes. they will right. it is and you know and it's it's awesome if you're a part of it but I just, I'm not going to, I just never was going to do that. So it was right. not in my personality to do that. So I was like, I, I said this to my boyfriend at the time. I said, I'm not going to climb. I'm not going to like do this UCB system, mm-hmm. but I am going to do a show. I'm going to have my own show there one day and I'm just going to walk in and they're going to give it to me because <laughs> I will have made myself known to them in on the outside. Right. I'm like, I'm not going to climb. I'm just going to walk in. It might take a while, but I'm going to do it my way. So that's what I did. And I went and found other theaters mm-hmm. that were popping up um, and would get on stage whenever I could. And I was doing bringer shows. I was doing open mics. I was doing anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Once I got going, I started feeling good about it. And then um, I did. I went in. I, I had made my na- a name for myself over the years. And I went to UCB. Um, I emailed the guy, the new artistic director at the time, and I said, I would love to do a show Mm -hmm. at your theater. And they said, yes. 
That's was amazing. Like, it worked. That, that is amazing. She Kanye the so shit awesome. out of there. I and will be back here. They will know method, my name. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. method has worked for me. Um, it, there's definitely disadvantages to doing things that way. But I imagine it takes a little longer. It does take yeah. longer, but you, you go have more. at your more, pace, though. I think you go right. at your pace. And I want to be wanted. I don't want something being given to me because yeah. there's pity or I like an obligation. Like, I think, right. you know, you there's some people I know that like they they'll just be they'll hang on to a scene for so long and then eventually the scene will be like out of pity be like okay you can be a part of <laughs> I never wanted I to feel know. that surge your time That's prisoner yeah I want to be I want to earn it so yeah. like you know I want to earn it you know it's not that they don't earn it not that sure you know, I mean they're putting up they're, isn't they're, earning it but they're sort of going through the motion I just want to be more independent yeah. and I don't want to be told how to do something or how to think right and there is an enormous amount of pressure in in the New York comedy in every pocket of it stand up improv sketch mm-hmm. anything there'll be there'll be groups of people who um and I'm sure this exists in every market in every mm-hmm. community comedy community which is there's people who want you to think you have to do it a certain way. Yeah. Go, oh, well, you've got to do this, and then you have to move there, and then you have to audition for Montreal, which is like this festival yeah, that right. you're supposed to get right. into. Then you have to do a late night set, and then you have to do this. And if you don't do that, you know, you're and, not and, and, right. and I'm like, now. all those things that I had been told I had to do. Um, I didn't do any of them and I got my own fucking talk show on TV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. I did other things. Sure, absolutely. That, you you know, can't just sit around and wait for it to happen. Right, I didn't wait for it. I, but that's the thing. I didn't wait for it. Right. And I didn't, when I got rejected from the traditional route, mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's not going to stop me. I'm just going to keep doing it. Right. And it worked for me. But um, there are times now that I, you know, when I see a younger comedian, like, kind of getting that buzz and rise and they're, like they're mm-hmm. getting everything and I'm, I see that and I'm like what is it about me that I'm just like a plague that like <laughs> and like that person is like well like for instance late night like I, like um, to do a set on late night used to mm-hmm. be the like portal to it all right like you it can, used to, oh, yeah. it's not that way anymore it's actually has very little impact on your actual career to mm-hmm. do a Conan set or to do Seth Meyers I, everyone I know, first of all, all of my peers have done it. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> but times. Not yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, all my friends that have done those shows have said it literally did almost nothing for me in terms right. of like getting booked at a club or selling tickets. Like it, it, it and especially, and des- definitely doesn't get you opportunity. Right. But. Um, it's just another thing on the checklist. It helps. It helps. Yeah, you've got that add, on the resume. Adds, you yeah, can add to the that. Resume. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but. Um, before it would blow before up. Before it resume. would blow you yeah. up, right? Yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty much after after Leno took over the Tonight Show, and that's when that's when things started to change. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like right now, um, I for some reason, sorry, I'm ju- I'm like having this. <laughs> oh, I'm having a conversation. Okay, okay, I'll get to it in a uh, second. It's, it's okay. Um, it's fine. It, it's related. We can to take what, a break if you need no, to. No, I've been waiting for this text. Um, I've, it, it's, it's related. Jimmy, he's listening. It's Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> he's oh, mad. Okay. Um, right. No, it's it's. Is this live streaming? No, 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 oh. no. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, we're just recording. Um, okay, so uh, uh, I cannot, for some reason, get booked on a late night show. I've tried um, almost really? all of them, and I've had been rejected. Did, did they um, give you notes on why? Oh, the notes are to make no sense. It's like. It, you're too clubby. 
Me? What? Clubby? What does that mean? What does that even mean? I am not clubby. I don't know. Even, first I've, of all, I've I don't really know what it means, but I don't yeah. think I'm clubby. No, I don't. I don't like, think so either. That's not like, what. Clubs don't want me. Yeah, no, like, well, they won't even book me, so I'm not clubby. Go ask clubby. the clubs. Yeah. Yeah. And then another note was, because um, you submit a, a, a four and a half to five minute tape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and different bookers do it different ways. Some bookers won't even talk to you. Unless they want to book you, uh, one booker will just once he engages in the conversation. That means you're going to get booked, and it might take a year for you to submit the right set of jokes. But he will work with you. I like uh-huh. that system. Yeah, that's because that means nobody's playing around. Right. When he's ready to book you, he'll come to you. Right. And he'll, you know, and, and I I'm, like you. I, I work with you. I want that to happen. That would be mm-hmm. great. But there's some others that are like, you know, yeah, send me some jokes, and you know, yeah, like they make you think like, oh, this is gonna happen. <laughs> And then I, this just happened to me. I sent them a, a tape. It took him forever to watch it, and finally he did. And the note was, these jokes are too one note. Oh. And it's like, but it's a five-minute set, and it's yeah, a theme. So do? I went back and watched some of the recent sets right. of like friends of mine, and I'm like, they're all along a theme. <laughs> like, you know, and yeah, maybe. And, but, but what he could have said if he was serious right. about booking me and if he give, gave a shit about me right. and respected me and wa- thought I was talented, what he should have said was, hey, these are too similar. Can you, I like, but I really liked that one joke. Why don't you redo it and send yeah. me another I like collect- this one. Do you right. I just put, yeah. you know, I just put out an album. I have over, I have like two hours yeah. of material at this point. You're going to tell me. And so that I'm like, I call bullshit. You just aren't interested it's in booking me, me yeah. which is right. fine. It's a me thing. Yeah, d- yeah. yeah. But I, I think that's, you know, indicative of pretty much everything that we do is like, there's always people that that you know are two faced about it, and they'll they'll say something to your face, and then and then you know not give you anything to to yeah. go on. You know, well, it's yeah. like it's like how do you like like Sarah said she has an album, so you can listen to it. Right, but you're like five minutes. But you right, can, yeah. that's your job. Yeah, yeah it's like, is to literally listen. figure this out, help people figure this yeah. out, and it's. I don't know. I it's just, the weirdest thing because it's like like she has an album, so you can listen to it and you be like, oh, you can just like you're going to be nitpicky. They're nitpicky as it is, and you can just go and say, I like this joke, and you can actually be like helpful and be like, I like this. Can you right. do this on like on tonight? But they're like, no, you have five minutes. Send this in. Make it clean. Make it this. Make it that. Make it that. And you're like, you're too clubby. That's the weird. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, that's, anything. that's the thing is, I I also I have. I've said before, I've started saying I have gatekeeper repellent. Like, I am, <laughs> I am gatekeeper repellent. Like, I usually I have know. trouble, like, gate. I don't know if it's my attitude that I put off. Like, I don't fucking need you. I mean, I just went and <laughs> told you how I'm, I am like that. So I maybe there's some kind of vibe that they get from me. Or they just don't like my right. act or something. But, like, I just keep getting rejected from the traditional um, places. Right. And I see people who are similar to me. Who are like way less experienced than and I am? And they're they're getting through, getting through. And I'm like, you, I'm not. You, man, it's is so it, hard to not compare yourself to other people. Oh god! But yeah, I know. when you're trying to figure out what is it that I'm doing wrong, you do have to look and see. Well, what are they saying yes to? Right. And what is it about me? And and I can't figure it out. I cannot figure <laughs> it out. I mean, like every one of my friends and pe- like. I don't right. know what is this about my stand. I know I'm good at stand up at this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say not that it matters, but I'm going to say I think you're good at stand up too. <laughs> I fucking figured it out. Yeah. I mean, it took me yeah. like 13 years, but I did it, and like my album is good. You know, like there's always and there's always some you know, like um, a network who shall not be named 
um, has told me in the past that I'm too female for their audience. Oh my god! Lifetime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little too much woman. You're too, you're too woman for um, us. No. Oprah's calling you. They'll say I'm too female, over. and I just did a show, and I, like my friend. Um, who just texted me? Actually, she's a female. Uh, she, another female comedian just texted me. We've been talking about this whole topic, and she was like, um, saying that she wanted to film herself performing in front of an entirely male audience, and wow. like film it, and then turn right. the camera and be like, "Look who's in the fucking audience!" <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah. like, I actually had that experience recently. Yeah. I did a, sh- a college in New Mexico that was it's like a tech school, and so. It's largely male. Mm-hmm. Not that like, but that is the reality of our the tech world right now. It's right. largely yeah. male. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And the school was 70% male and the audience definitely was like mostly men. Mm-hmm. Uh, young men, college age men. True. And it was one of the best shows of mine. I mean, I've never... I, I I I could have I was like getting standing ovations for like <laughs> not standing ovations. I was getting applause breaks. For almost every word that came out of my mouth. Like, oh, those those are like some weird time. You're like, hush, I have one more. I have yeah, a punchline well, coming. Well, I was yeah. like, you guys are a little too enthusiastic. <laughs> I don't but I trust was like, this. Oh, so you're going to tell are me that. Are you serious, yeah. really? So that's why when my, you know, one piece of advice I give, I would give to a younger comedian is like, you know, be ready for a major amount of mind fuck. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. you, you know you're getting laughs right and you have to hang on to that because that is the true barometer of whether or not you're funny um to that particular audience at mm-hmm. that particular time right <laughs> but um but it just it is subjective and some people will not like you and those people may be in a position of yeah. power and um and it's always a balancing act of like do i need to work harder and you always right. do. Well, yeah, you always, you always do. Have to, but, but do I need to work? Is there something I can fix? And go fix those things. But then if they're still saying no, you just have to let go of it. Yeah, just yeah. Be, be you. And you, I, you'll fi- it'll come out like it'll eventually you'll find other, a way to do and it. It's, yeah, it, I you know I I I see where you're coming from, and I I often wonder like uh, those things can eat at you a lot, and and does that that I'm sure that affects how you you do your work. But when you when you talk to these guys, I I, I kind of wonder like, are these like the old guard, the bookers and the people? Some is of this, them aren't. They're I mean, not. Some of them are and some of them aren't. But like they are, you, to, uh, they tend to be you know ten years older than you. Uh huh. You know whatever right. whatever level you're at. Right. And so maybe they are slightly you know there's a, just a slightly older way of doing things. But sometimes they're young and sometimes they're just shitheads i mean yeah. and I, I mean and i'm talking on every level like sure the popular show in your town it's like that's the booker of that show right you know who is that person and what and realize that you know there there's there's been shows that i've wanted to get on and couldn't you know or whatever mm-hmm. and um then you come to find out that the booker is a psycho <laughs> right you know like that they're that they just booked their friends or they they have openly said they don't think women are funny or, you know, like shit like that. And yeah. you're like, well, then why? Then I don't want to be on it like, anyway. Yeah. Right. right. You know, it's like if you're if that's the kind of operation you're running. But then it sucks because some of these shows are where you get scouted. Sure. Like yeah. in New York and yeah, L.A. Absolutely. There are shows that if you get on it, you better bring your fucking A game because the booker for Conan or Seth it's, or wherever deep in the dark will be in, in the yeah. like guaranteed like be ready, you know, like um, so. But, and you can't. 
you know, you you can't break through because there's a stone wall in front of the place. Right. I mean, there's, I had a conversation one time with a booker. I'm doing a lot of like, who, he who shall not be named. <laughs> um, but I just have learned over the years. Yeah, um, it's a good not idea. Not to talk to shit. But, um, but I am talking shit. And if you know that this is you that I'm talking about, think about what I'm saying. Because I'm yeah. not angry. I'm just yeah. like you know, there might be a better way, but I had a conversation with a festival booker who told me that he scouted, we were, he was confronting me about a tweet I made about the festival, not having very many women on it. Mm. And it was a very long conversation. It made me super uncomfortable because it was at a party and I didn't know he was there. And I was like ambushed essentially. Um, so he, he was, kind of you know he was harmless but not harmless because he actually has power right and he can make a difference and make his bookings more diverse and he doesn't take He's that opportunity that that. and his reasoning was well there that the ratio that i'm booking let's say it's 10 percent mm-hmm. is the ratio of women mm-hmm. doing comedy yeah. and i'm like you are fucking wrong no that is not, not the, there all. are so many more women doing it now and if you don't take the time your your job is to scout people your entire job <laughs> right. is to scout people look for people so you ha- and he and i said i said where do you find talent where mm-hmm. and he he named t- two shows one the big one in la and the big one in new york not gonna name what they are but all, they all also are sexist in yeah. their bookings. Right. And so I'm like, did you, do you not like you are being, you're choosing willful ignorance in this. And that is, there's no excuse for that. Right. You know, right. like, and it, you, you know, so anyway, uh, well, I'm sorry. Well, the, like, well, the, but the, that's, the, same, that's, the same thing that's weird about that is like, you would only go to those two clubs. It's like comedy does not, comedy's not in clubs anymore. They're in bars. They're in like, weird it's everywhere establishment yeah. so you have well to and he was out. saying i go to a lot of open mics i'm like <laughs> that's where why you're do you do that? why and why that's why i was like wait what that sounds, that's why you're miserable <laughs> he also said why. it wouldn't be fair uh he's also said it wouldn't be fair to all the men <laughs> what if he booked more women <laughs> to all the talented men out there if he booked more women I right more bearded white and i was like wait <laughs> what and my only point was i said do you scientifically know like do you have a statistical proof that the amount of women doing comedy versus men is 10 like 1090 like ten right. percent yeah. women, ninety percent men. Do you have statistical proof? And he said no. And I said, then why won't? What about if next year you booked forty percent women? And he was like, absolutely not. That would be so. That would be unfair. And I said, but you are making an assumption. I said, why are you? If you're assuming, if you're picking an arbitrary number, ten percent, mm-hmm. then why are you arbitrarily leaning in the favor of men? Think about right. why yeah, you're doing there's that. There's no connection there. I there mean, may be a hidden bias within sure. you that you need to dig out yeah, and, and destroy. <laughs> yeah, you may it. need to take a minute, think yeah. about it for a Look little. Look into plus yourself. Said, plus the yeah. whole, well, I was just thinking that the whole concept behind it doesn't make any sense either because he's talking about the number of comedians, but really they should be concerned with the number of people in the audience. And, well, and how many? No, no, yeah. no. no. I would say, what do you mean? You mean? I mean, like, the, the, no. the, the, there are more women than men generally in the world. Okay, okay. I was going to say. That's what I mean. Because like, I, I reject the notion that 
if you're a woman, you find women funny. And no, 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 not at all. I'm oh, saying okay. like, like no, 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 no. I'm saying like the entire right, the entire world right. is filled with way what? more women. Well, but we well not not way, way more, more, but we but we should more. you know that I he was he was and then he starts getting into how he thinks affirmative action is immoral. Oh, and God. I was all like, right, okay, that's, you're done. Back at the workplace. <laughs> you're done. In Back at the workplace. Breath, in the same breath, telling me that it helped him get in college because he's like a quarter Hispanic. Oh my God! And I was good like, on those papers. it helped those you. Good on those papers. And he was like, yeah, and it shouldn't have. And I'm like, but you took advantage yeah, of you did it. So why wouldn't I push for advantages that have been robbed of me for? thousands of years right. i'm like you know and, and, and you it's not? not it's not an advantage it's just leveling the playing it's just fair field. yeah it's just yeah. fair yeah when i was i was like what if you did 40 percent women next year right. i said what if what if you did 50 he goes uh-uh his I, head I said, exploded i said nobody would care <laughs> right. and i said not only would they not care you would be a hero you would be considered a hero if you booked half women. women. Yeah, it would be all the rage. It would be like this big thing, and like congratulate. You would be right. You would. You would create would be sucking a, a your dick. huge. You know, like, yeah, like, you know and he was just he couldn't. He could not accept it, and he kept coming back to, "Well, I just have to book people who are special, people who have special oh talent." See, now that's and I said, "You're insulting me by saying that." You know, and I was getting kind of heated, like I am. Sure, now. sure. Um, but I can't believe I stood up to him because that, that me five years or even two years before that time, I would have never stood yeah, up yeah. to someone like that. Yeah. But that's because I didn't need his festival see, anymore. I, was right. like, I don't care about see your what comedy does festival. To you, right. See what comedy does to you? Bring it out. I, I, I need some of that <laughs> in my life. I need to be able to stand up to people. It's going to go down soon, Ben. It's just uh, going to be like a I full know. moon. I'm a pathetic You're going to turn into a full comedy okay. werewolf. I, I, I hope to someday to become a full comedy werewolf, as you say. You you are. You're almost there. You're Teen Wolf. You're Teen Wolf. Uh, well, I tell you what. Why don't we take a moment and uh, uh, break, and then we can come back and play a stupid game and finish this thing up okay. all together. Huh? Hey, kids. It's your old pal Ben with the Comedy Calendar for another week. Ooh. We've uh, got a lot of good shows coming up in May. Of course, we've got all our regular open mics. Uh, no Expectations Comedy at the Coffee Underground in Greenville. That happens every Monday night at 8 p.m. Uh, 9.30 on Tuesday, Odd Comedy at the Auditorium uh, in West Asheville. Again, that starts at 9.30. 9 p.m. on Wednesdays is Disclaimer Stand-Up Lounge. That happens every Wednesday at uh, at the Dirty South Lounge in the back of the Southern Restaurant. Uh, that show starts at 9 p.m. Uh, we also have uh, a lot of other shows coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, lots of fun things, including uh, uh, on Sunday, May 10th, Tom Segura will be at the New Mountain Asheville. Uh, that show starts at 8 p.m. You can get tickets for that at the New Mountains website. Just look up New Mountain AVL. You'll find it. Uh, also, on the 13th, we have Eric Hunter. Eric Hunter is going to be at uh, the Altamont Theater. Uh, that show starts at 9 p.m. You can get uh, tickets for that at thealtamont.com. And uh, also, big show coming up on the 14th. 
Uh, it's Mark Marin. Mark Marin has two shows, as a matter of fact, at the Orange Peel. The first one starting at 7.30 is sold out. Uh, but there's a 10 p.m. Uh, show that uh, still has some tickets available. So if you want tickets for that, go to the Asheville... Oh, I'm sorry. Don't do that. Go to theorangepeel.net and get tickets there. Also, coming up, uh, some additional shows in May. We've got... Lots of good shows coming up. McQueen with special guest at the Altamont Theater on the 21st. That's a 9 p.m. show. Uh, you can get tickets for that at the Altamont's website. Uh, we also have Aaron Kleiber. Aaron Kleiber is going to be at the Mill Room. That's part of the Asheville Comedy Series. Uh, funny business at the Mill Room. Uh, he's been on, uh, live at Gotham. He's been on Nickelodeon sci-fi channel and he'll be appearing on the 30th at, uh, at 8 PM. Uh, doors open at 6:30 for that show. And you can get tickets or any other information at AshevilleMillroom.com. Uh, also coming up in the month of May on the 30th, the same day, Jay Leno. He's going to be at the Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort, uh, 7.30 for that show. That's Saturday the 30th, and tickets are available uh, for a lot of money at uh, the Harris Cherokee Casino website. Uh, that's a bit of an editorial that I didn't need to put in there, but I did it anyway, just for just for your own edification there. Lots of other big shows coming up. In the near future, in June, we got Jerry Seinfeld. We've got uh, we've got Grant Lyon. We've got lots of other things happening. So, you want to find out about this stuff? Go to my website. Go to youronlyoption.net. Uh, that's where you can find a full listing of all the shows coming up in the area. And if you know about a show that's not on the calendar, send me an email. Go to youronlyoptionpod. Dot at I'm sorry. Your only option pod at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know about some shows. Maybe I don't know about them all. I'm doing this whole thing on my own. I have to go looking around to all these different venues and find out what their schedules look like. And ugh, it's exhausting. I don't think I can do it. Oh, I need your help. Please help. Yeah, just send me an email. Your only option pod at gmail.com. And I will add it to the calendar. And that is the comedy calendar for yet another week. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. And we're back. <laughs> How are you guys? We're here with uh, comedian Sarah Schaefer. She has a new album out called Chrysalis. Mm-hmm. And uh, please it, buy it. Please buy it. You can. Where where can people get that? iTunes, Amazon. You can get a CD off of Amazon if that's oh. how old school you roll. Yeah, if you guys have um, a CD player, go CD. get one um, of those. Yeah, and if you're dirt poor, and only if you're dirt poor, mm-hmm. you can listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> Do you have but it on only title once. Yet? Only once. No, yeah, I don't know if it's on title. <laughs> I, I gotta Jason check with my. I gotta yet. check with my label. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody should pick that up, and uh, everybody should uh, check out. Check you out uh, on on the road, and we'll we'll give your dates here in a minute. Uh, okay. But I wanted to play a stupid game before okay. we before we wrap things up. Uh, this game is called the Weird News Quiz, 
And what I do is I read a headline from uh, the Weird News. This time we're going to use uh, the UPI's Weird News headlines. And uh, I'll leave out a blank, and then you fill it in. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. Uh, here we go. The first uh, Weird News headline, uh, a woman lights a man's fuel tank on fire at blank. Whoa. That's very she, vague. She... she, she Lights somebody's fuel tank, this man's fuel tank, on fire. Walmart. At Walmart. <laughs> Am I right? That, that's a good guess. Okay. That's a good I mean, guess. I'm like, where does that kind of thing happen? Where does it happen? Because there's a lot of people, you know, there are Ikea. places. Ikea. Wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> that would be interesting. like, fuck you for not getting the, <laughs> the Billy shelf. Yeah. The, the that's my thing. Tadork. I wanted the Tadork, but you got the Fladang. That's... <laughs> Okay, uh, rodeo. A rodeo. You keep saying I'm the waiting. word back. No, I'm like waiting. As I'm if... waiting for Peter to have a guess too. He needs to at guess. A live action Everybody... role playing. At a live action. Larping. <laughs> larping. LARPing event. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, actually, it's a little more. It's a little more straightforward. It is at an Israeli gas station. Oh, oh, of she, course she, they would. Now, do that. what do you mean by that? An, a gas station in Israel or a gas station owned, owned by, by Israelis? Really. It was a gas station in Jerusalem. Okay, that would be weird if they yeah. put the Israeli gas station. <laughs> Did y'all know? Did you know about what that? is the weirdest part about this? <laughs> I mean, if it was like in a town where there were literally like almost no Jews, <laughs> that like they would be like, oh, is that the Israeli gas station? <laughs> See, that that's what they call that. it, <laughs> right? They, they, but they how 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 would they identify it though? Because you know, did, would they could they tell that they were Israeli? I guess they. It doesn't really. Matter. That's all hypothetical. It's not it happened in it happened in, in, in Jerusalem. It, there you go. Why she do fun. that? Good question. Um, I'll read the story. Uh, the security cameras at the Israeli gas station recorded a moment of a woman setting a man's fuel tank on fire when she refused to give when he refused to give her a cigarette. Really? Yes. Oh Foot- my god! Footage recorded Tuesday at the Paz gas station Somebody in Jerusalem has some anger problems, some serious issues. Just that man. Like there's other <laughs> people like, in Israel, and like, you were like. This fucker's getting it today. <laughs> you know, you, that's why I always say be as courteous and kind to everyone around you because Absolutely. you don't know that you may be the straw that finally breaks Works that out. camel's back. And that person goes fucking ape shit on you, especially in right. road rage type stuff. Oh, absolutely. Like, don't, do not get into a fight with somebody in a car. Like, <laughs> never, right. never, never. Don't ever aggressively drive. Like, right. Or, you know, like, you know, the pulling up next to him and stuff like I'm that. Ride that bumper mm. and all that. Oh, yeah. all that shit. Because people have guns. Right. Yeah. And, they, <laughs> and they usually have them in their the car. car. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. on them. Right. It's never like and, off uh, the Some people gun. are ready to snap. Absolutely. That's what. Mm. That's why they have the gun, because they know it's coming. <laughs> it's insane. insane. <laughs> All right. Here's a, here's a here's another one. Uh, uh, Florida family finds blank in attic. Florida Florida family finds blank in attic. That's kind of a tongue twister. All those F's for you. Flowers. Get it? <laughs> Flowers in, in the, the attic. attic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, they find starving children in starving the attic. Starving children um, in the attic. <laughs> Peter, uh, you got any, you They got find a again? baby. They find a baby in, in the attic. They find a homeless man living in the attic. Aw. Uh, that that's that's just sad. <laughs> no, it's like, um, what is that, with honors? 
Oh yeah, yeah he'd be <laughs> what squatting. Was what was that? Uh, uh, was it? Was Robin Williams the home? No, no, a different no, no. guy. It was a. Uh, uh, well, yeah, wasn't it? It was that, Robin's home, wasn't it? The guy yeah. from Goodfellas. What was? Oh, uh, Ray Liotta. No, no, the other, <laughs> the, the short guy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd been better if you found Ray Liotta. Yeah. Oh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Joe Pesci. He was a homeless guy that lived in the in, in the library or some shit. Right. And he helped. What is it, Brent? Brendan. Brendan Fra- Fraser. Brendan yeah. Fraser. He helped him like <laughs> win school. <laughs> he won school. That movie had a budget. And then oh, he had to, he had to move on to the next. I remember it was um, attic. That's the movie that made what. Uh, I think it's the I will remember. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Or is it? Oh, what is? Um, was it uh, Madonna? Oh, I'll Madonna! Remember you? Oh, that's right. That dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that was one of her. Uh, she had several theme songs from different movies. I remember that one, and then what was the one from uh, the wrestling movie? Oh, she did a wrestling. I was gonna say no. League she of, wasn't in the wrestling League, movie. League of Their Own. This used to be oh, my playground. Oh yeah, that's right. That one too. Her and Rosie. That's right. No, I'm thinking this. This was early, early back in the '80s when she first started. She's still going, man. What are you talking about? She's still here. <laughs> not, not, I'm talking about this happened in the '80s. Oh, not, the, <laughs> not that we're currently in the '80s. <laughs> You're I'm not looking, in the I'm 80s. looking it up because okay. uh, uh, yeah, it's I'll remember. I'll remember you. Yeah. The things that you gave me. I'll remember. I'll remember. <laughs> uh, I wish I had This was the night like yeah, this was this was nineteen ninety four Madonna. Yes. The Yeah. What, do you think that's the sweet spot for Madonna or was that Oh no, 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 no. that was no. that would be um like a virgin the early immaculate, uh, immaculate conception. Not Ray of Light. Like she, that was crazy. When I, that was, I, I didn't mind. Ray of Light Ray was of okay because I thought that was going to be the new Madonna. Mm-hmm. I thought she was. Gonna it was just, just a stick momentary. Yeah, that Madonna. was yeah. a momentary. Madonna. <laughs> Did not yes. stick. Wow, with honors has one star on you, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it was better than one I star. I thought it was better than that. It was like yeah. a two star. Oh man, some Madonna hater. It was there. a ridiculous movie. It was very stupid. <laughs> But um, it had its moments, so I say two stars. Was it? it I uh, don't know. Leonard Malton should. Yeah. We should read his view, review. Maybe it's better. Okay. What those? Anyway, what those people find that attic? They found treasure. What? They found treasure in the attic. What? What? What is this? What's your yeah, definition what, of treasure? What, what, uh, a pair of Florida siblings said that they made a bizarre discovery in their grandparents' attic: a box containing coins, a treasure map. And a mummified hand. Was it chocolate gold coins? I want proof of this. I think it was real coins. Uh, Mike and Maria Lopez said they found a box in their grandparents' Tampa attic containing old coins, uh, a map of the Hillsborough River, a skeletal ha- and a skeletal hand bearing uh, the ring in- inscribed Gaspar. Did they ever discover what it was? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, they said the the couple in the photo are likely great grandparents. Either my great grandfather made the best, most elaborate parrot ho- uh, pirate hoax ever, and never shared it with anyone, or he really did find some treasure. Yeah, that's something you take the to the Hillsborough grave. Hillsborough River. Yeah, yeah, you take that to the grave. There's really no way to know. How big was that house? We'll find out. Was that a trailer? 
Is there really no way to know? You can't fucking research it? Yeah, I think you could could (laughs) dig a little deeper here. You can literally Google this. They said that the coins were... They figured out that Ben Affleck is related to a slave owner, so... (laughs) Yeah, that's just a... Ben Affleck tried to keep that under wraps. You just do an Ancestry.com search for that. I mean, we can can figure this out. But they said (laughs) that the coins were uh, old Spanish coins, uh, probably from a... From a Spanish ship. Armada ship. Mm-hmm. What was the last name? Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. So there you go. There you go. Well, I think I think that's I think that's pretty good. I think uh, you won. Uh, excuse me. I I'm just, gonna say you won. I think the main question is why is there a hand in the box? I, yeah. I, I, it's a that was not hand. hand. That was not box. answered at all. Yeah. The hand What's was not. In the box? What's in the box? It's, it's like hey, hand. there's a hand, there's and a that's hand. all. Gwen in the sand. Hey, look, here's a hand, and that's all. <laughs> She'll be fine. She's not dead enough. She just lost a hand. She just lost her hand. Uh, well, uh, I think that's it. Um, okay. I, I, I cannot say enough how much I really appreciate you coming oh, on the show. Thanks for having me. It's, it's been a huge pleasure. Uh, would you ha- do you have any shows coming up? Anything you want to plug? Tell um, us about. When is this coming out? This is going to come out Monday. Okay, Monday. Um if, if if for by chance you or anyone you know goes to Louisiana Tech, I will <laughs> okay. be there next sure. week. LT. Um, I'm doing a bunch of colleges mm-hmm. actually coming up, um, mostly in the Northwest. So check it out. And then um, I'm doing Sasquatch Festival in Seattle, which is great. And um, um, I'll be back doing a run in Tennessee in cool. June, late June. All right, so we can. We can all head over to Tennessee mm-hmm. and see you again. Yeah. yeah. And everybody uh, get get her uh, CD, Chrysalis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick that up anywhere. And uh, anything else? Any Anything? That's it? Okay. Huh? Well, thank you very much for being on the show. <laughs> shut it down. It, it, it is. Down. Uh, I'm, I'm shutting it down. I am done. <laughs> I am. I am done over. with this. All right. I, wait a minute. I'm done. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.